Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah. Philly. Yeah. Bird gang. Yeah. They got enemies, got a lot of enemies. Everybody hating on that bird gang energy. Bird they gang. trying to take the wave that we on. Check it and respect it, bruh. It's fourth and jump. Ooh, we. Yeah, we got that loud pipe. pipe. This that show, all bird gangs alike. Agel, E Rock, Evan, the homie Mike. Ain't no show keeping up in sight. Good question, yeah. When you watching them birds play, birds. thoughts go through your mind about some misplays. Damn. Backstage politics, right. who's next on the trade block? Tune in to 4th and John, get your answers, bruh. If you be in the city, just know that we get busy. We get Time there's a whole game, tailgate. We lit it. Cheering on them birds, uh, singing that fight song. E-A-G-L-E-S, we on, look. We from Philly. If you don't know, no. we run these streets the same way the birds run that NFC East. Giants is weak, skins is trash, cowboys every season whoop that ass. It ain't no competition, we here for those who listen. Want nothing but the facts, that ego coalition. We could give two fucks about your trash ass team. Our concern is about that black, that white, that midnight green. The feathers on the helmet, bruh, our hearts indebted. Fly eagles fly, what it's about, bruh, I said it, look up. But I just gotta know one thing. Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? What's up? from the beautiful Bucks County Baseball Company in Bristol, Pennsylvania. Welcome to the first ever 4th and John Divisional Playoff Show. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, Eagles Nation, lend me your ear because it doesn't matter whether you're a positive fan, whether you're a negative fan, or a realist. Your Philadelphia Eagles are one of the last four remaining teams in the NFC. They are on their way to the Super Bowl if they win two more home games. But let's not get ahead of ourselves, right? One game at a time. That's what the coaches have been preaching, Doug Peterson and this entire coaching staff. And that's what the players have been echoing in the locker room. One game at a time. 
Now, in order for this Philadelphia Eagles team to be successful in the postseason, they're going to have to catch some breaks. Let's face facts. They're going to have to catch some breaks in the things that they control and the things that, they're out of, that are out of their control. First thing that was in their control, they did everything during the regular season to set themselves up for the postseason. They got themselves a first-round bye. They've got themselves home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Meaning, if they win this game, we host the NFC Championship game. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's take it one game at a time. Now, I know this is not the same Philadelphia Eagles team without Carson Wentz. And the Eagles are going to have to bring their A game in order to make up for that. But the things that are out of their control are the way the teams got into the NFC playoffs, the rest of the teams, and the seeding. More specifically, what happened during Wild Card Weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, we might have dodged the bullet there because we don't have to play the Saints in the first divisional, our first game of the playoffs. The third seed, the Los Angeles Rams, got knocked off, and now we have the Atlanta Falcons coming to town. That's a break. You can't tell me that there's any better position for the Eagles to be in as the one seed than playing the sixth seed. A team, by the way, which last year they not only beat, they dominated. And I know the Eagles had Carson Wentz at that point. But let's not pretend like last year's Carson Wentz is the same as this year's Carson Wentz. This year's Carson Wentz was an MVP candidate. He broke the franchise record for passing touchdowns in a season. Last year's Carson Wentz was just a rookie getting his feet underneath him. He he didn't play all that great. The Eagles won that game by dominating in the run game and dominating in time of possession. Now, normally you say... Let's take it one game at a, at a time for a team that is confident, for a team that is used to winning, for a fan base that's maybe feeling themselves a little bit and looking past our opponent. That certainly isn't the case here. Because while I listen to sports talk radio over the last week, while I scroll across the Twitter timeline, while I look out in the faces that are here seated at Bucks County Baseball Company, I see, I see a little bit of doubt. I, I see a little bit of concern. There's no doubt. No I, 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 I see, no doubt. I see, a, doubt. I, I, I see a little bit of reservation. But I also know that come Saturday, this the people here at Bucks County Baseball Company, the people, the Eagles fans across the country, and more specifically, the Eagles fans at Lincoln Financial Field will be ready to don the colors and go to war. We're the home field advantage. So let's take this thing one game at a time. We're going to take this show one show at a time. We've got Eagles legend wide receiver Fred Barnett in the back. He's going to be joining us at about 820. We're going to be taking your phone calls. We're going to be getting the crowd involved too. People coming up to the mic asking questions to us and Fred Barnett. But right now I want to kick it off to my main main man. You see I had a week off there. My main man, (laughs) Gail Sessions. Or Gail Saunders, Eagle Sessions on Twitter. (laughs) How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, man. This is the moment we've all been waiting for. You think about this season. It's been the perfect script. I mean, you couldn't write a better script. You know, unfortunately, at the end of this uh, script, it got a little haywire. I mean, now it's time to ad-lib. We need Nick Foles to win a goddamn Oscar. <laughs> you know, or Golden Globe. So I mean, this team has to rally around Nick Foles and and do something special. I mean, this is this is it. This is this is a a one game playoff this week. Mm-hmm. They got to bring their A game, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty damn excited, man. One game at a time. I, even though I'm a little nervous about Nick Foles, I am very confident about this whole football team. A very well rounded football team. Absolutely. You, you, you take it one game at a time. 
And I promise you, not looking ahead, but if you take it one game at a time, I promise you, there's only two games. You blink, and you're exactly where you need to be. Right. But you, ju- you just got to get there one step at a time. Working our social media is our boy, Philly Mike. Philly, how you doing, buddy? Doing all right, guys. And you know what? I feel really confident because I was watching that Falcons game, and that Falcons O-line is trash. I'm just saying point blank. They are trash. And I just have a really good feeling our guys journey again. Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Vinny Curry are going to go all out feasting and going after Matt Ryan. I think we're going to be laying them on the ground the whole entire game. But obviously, you got to worry about Nick Foles and the offense. But I just think our defense is really going to carry this game, though, for uh, us on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, you like that that interior pressure. They got to bring that heat. Uh, You're talking about a guy that is not the most mobile guy in Matt Ryan. He likes to hang right tight in the pocket. That's where Jernigan and, uh, you know, Cox can really feast. They got to feast. Yeah. Now, one of the reasons why Eagles fans are confident about this game, at least the the people in the panel here, and I was seeing a lot of heads nodding as I was looking around the room, because there's a lot of doubters out there. There's a lot of one and (laughs) dons. Nikki Foles is not going to get the job done, put in Sudfeld, all that ridiculousness. But one of the reasons that we're feeling confident, when the Eagles played the Falcons in 2016 at Lincoln Financial Field, they held Freeman to 12 carries at 49 yards. They had exactly zero rushing game whatsoever. Last year, the Eagles didn't have the league's number one rushing defense. If you're able to shut down the run, Uh, against the Atlanta Falcons, you now make Matt Ryan one-dimensional. Not to say that that dimension isn't going to work, because Julio Jones uh, had 10 receptions for 135 yards. He is capable of ruining your day. But what they did do is they took away the big play. They took away the big scoring Mm -hmm. play. They held him to... to you know, 13-yard receptions here and right. there. They didn't let. They didn't allow him to go over the top. This secondary is also built better than it was right. last year. I mean, Gabriel broke that one long Gabriel play. Broke the but one. other than that, you know, they bracketed uh, Julio Jones and they did a phenomenal job. And I think this 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 year's defense is, I'd say, a lot better than last year's. I mean, the the corners that we had last year. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Nolan Carroll. Oh yeah, <laughs> the, 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 Matt, on. Matt Ryan had one interception in that game. You know who right. that was too? Scarrow? No, Leotis no. McKelvin. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Mister Mister Torch burned himself. Leotis McKelvin. Uh, Philly had twenty five first downs. Atlanta only had eleven. Now you might want to ask yourself, like, why? Why? Why would is that number so lopsided? Why were the Eagles so dominant in that game? How were they able to control the time of possession for over thirty eight minutes? And that is simple. It is run. The Rock. Last year, it was Ryan Matthews going over 100 yards. It was Darren Sproles. And it was um, Smallwood had like 70 yards. Now, as talented as Darren Sproles is, and as much as we miss him in this offense, a LeGarrette Blunt, a Jay Ajayi, who's basically been shelved for a a, a couple weeks as he... He's resting in the garage. Resting the knees, right? Resting. I love how stories like that get a little overblown. I mean, he's he's had, this thing about his knees has been going on since he came out of the draft. He was like a second round grade, but his knees that they they talked about his knees being uh you know had issues issues with with those, uh and that's why he dropped to the fifth round. But then he he surprised a lot of heads. His his knees have held up this long, and this 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 is the opportunity to just unleash the J train. Absolutely, and everybody's got to get on. Absolutely. And I, I can't take credit for this, nor, nor did I fact check it, but I, but I heard it on the radio, and everybody knows here that if you hear something on the radio, it's, it's got to be true, right? It, it's just like the internet. It's got to be true. I heard on the Marks and Reese show 
that the Falcons only allowed one 100-yard rusher this season. Care to guess who it was? Hmm. When the Miami Dolphins played the Atlanta Falcons, won Jay Ajayi. Jay Ajayi. And, and this is a very pound-the-rock team. When you take a look at the, the J-train, just carrying bodies. When you take a look at LeGarrette Blunt just plowing through people. This is, a, this is a running attack that's meant to punish people. Punish people in the cold. Now, granted, for the tailgate on Saturday, right. we, we got mm-hmm. a little break in the weather. We got nice and sunny and 50 degrees. It's going to feel like maybe late October out there. But once that, sun, go, once that sun goes down at 430, you're, you're talking about a low with 25. It's going to start getting painful in there. Are you, are you going to be able to handle yourself? I know you get a little chihuahua cold. Uh, yeah. 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 No, 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 no. <laughs> you're going to be good? I'll be, I'll be sure to, uh, to dress appropriately. And even when, even when the Rams played the Falcons, Gurley had over 100 yards. So you take a look at the running back situation from last year. Obviously, much better. Designed for the postseason. Ground and pound. Uh, rammed the ball down their throats. Um, when you take a look at the offensive line, I would say the offensive line is better. We don't have Brooks dealing with anxiety issues this year. He's gotten that under control. Thank now God. Pro Bowl. Jason Kelsey's playing at a uh, at a Pro Bowl level. And we also didn't have Lane Johnson last year. Right. True. Yeah. And now we have Viatai taking over for Peters. I mean, we haven't mentioned Viatai that much at all all year. He's 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 showing off. He's been doing pretty good this season. He's I mean, been, he yeah. has a, I mean, he's he has been, some games that he, he, I mean, for what he is, I think he's been he, serviceable. Yeah, he was serviceable uh, backup. But sure. Wisniewski has been out uh, for the last couple of weeks, I yeah. think him coming back really healthy helps out. Uh, you know, you've, you've, you've seen, you know, some of the damage that's been done with him out of the game. So, And you, and you take a look at the – so, th- so there's the running back position. There's the wide receiver position. Better this year than it was last year when we dominated Correct. the Falcons team. Now you take a look at the wide receiver position. I can't wait to ask Freddie Barnett. By the way, guys, Freddie Barnett's back there. If you want to get something signed. Yeah, let's make it. Yeah. Let's give it up for Fred Barnett. Yeah, buddy. Man, is a legend. Man, is a legend in this town. Not only can I wait to ask him uh, about the wide receiver position and how these Eagles wide receivers have done this year, but also he experienced something that when Carson Wentz went down, for all of us old heads, I know maybe, maybe you don't apply mm. up in the front there, but uh, it, it, it kind of brought back memories uh, of the year it was supposed to happen for us uh, and Brandon uh, went down. When Brandon so, went down. Yeah, and, and you know, Fred Barnett was there for that, so I can't wait to ask him you know, his thoughts on, on dealing with different quarterbacks and dealing with yeah. adversity with high expectations on that. He's going to be joining us up in a little bit. But last year you had DGB. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, who was in the psychiatrist's office, and, and DGB uh, could, couldn't even run routes. No, he couldn't even. And run he's routes. out of football at this moment. Yeah, he's he's, still, he's out of football. Getting DWIs. Oh, jeez. Listen, let, 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 DUIs. Let, don't say that in front of Pukey, man. Don't, don't say. Don't say. <laughs> ah, Defensively, you didn't have guys like Barnett. You didn't have guys like Chris Long. Vinny Curry's playing at a better level. You didn't have guys like Timmy Jernigan. And the defensive backfield, I mean, right. I, could, I could just go on and on about how awful that defensive backfield was. So, that, I mean, that's what gives me confidence going into this thing that the Eagles can go toe-to-toe regardless of Carson Wentz's injury or not. Because if you want to win this game, the formula is literally the same with better pieces. Yeah. I mean, coming into this, the Falcons are the team that you wanted to play. Uh, I mean, I wanted the Panthers – but, I mean, uh, you know, I'll take the Falcons. To, I mean, I didn't want the Rams either because you look at this, this Falcons teams, they're not as a fast, explosive offense like 
the Rams. This kind of offense, we could slow them down. Right. And then just play solid defense, and we got a plan. And don't you think the, the Falcons won that game in Los Angeles because of themselves catching a few lucky breaks? They did. Like, especially oh, yeah. on special teams, turning that ball over, uh, drop passes by the Rams offense. Again, Gurley still went over for uh, 100 yards. Woods was 142 yards. I mean, they still made plays, but they didn't make them at the right time, and they coughed the ball up, especially in the special teams game. So if you look at it, everything kind of, at least for this game, one game at a time, broke right for the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, this, this Falcon squad has a, a seasoned – I mean, they, they were there. They, you all saw them in the Super Bowl. Uh, obviously, Dan, I, I have a lot of faith in Dan Quinn. He's a good coach. They got a good, solid running game. Two solid backs that can catch out of the backfield. Uh, you know, you know, everyone talks about Julio Jones. Gives him a lot of love. But Mohamed Sanu has been a solid receiver for Dude, them. Dude, on my fantasy team, yeah, uh, he's been he's been great. Hooper is Austin Hooper has been great for them. Those those are their those two guys are their key weapons on short down yardage. So we got to get them in third and long situations because if if you get them in third and short. Those, you know, everyone talks about Julio Jones and the running backs, but those two guys really eat on third down. Absolutely. We're going to go to the phone calls before we miss, uh, We bring Mr. Barnett on the line. So we are going to go to, let's go to 302, uh, yeah. whoever has the 302 area code. We, we can't screen them because we're live on location, but you were on with Fourth and John, baby. How you feeling? Hey, how are you? This is Alex. What's happening, What's up, man? Alex? How hey, you fe- not much. I just had three questions for you. Okay, fire away. So they say defense wins championships. Can the defense lead the way? Uh, number one rush defense in the league. Well, to answer your, to answer that question first, because if you ask all three, I'm going to forget all three of them because that's just, that's just, that's just <laughs> my memory isn't what it used to be. I think they can. All okay. right. Because when you when you get into this cold weather situations, running the ball is going to be imperative. The worse the weather conditions get, especially in cold, cold, cold Philadelphia, because let's face it, we don't have to travel anywhere else, passing the ball becomes a little bit more difficult. Uh, you saw evidence of that when both Carr played here and when Prescott played here. They had trouble tossing the rock. Um, the ball gets a little harder. Your hand control gets a, gets a little worse. So you're going to be forced to run the ball a little bit more than you would. And when you're going into the buzzsaw that is the Philadelphia Eagles defense, Fletcher Cox and Timmy Jernigan up front swallowing up that, those runs, uh, creating penetration, taking up gaps, and then those guys on the edges. Let's not forget the linebackers have been playing incredibly well to the run as well. And Brandon Graham playing the run. I, I, I dare you to... I mean, they've all been awesome. They've been all of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's been the Pro Bowl. He should. I, I, da- I dare there. you to name another defensive end that plays a run quite like Graham. So that, uh, Gail, you want to touch on that? I mean, I think. And uh, hold on, hold on. No, I think the defense, the defense definitely can uh, shut these guys down. I mean, seventy-nine point two yards. Uh, this defense is, you know, uh, number one against the run. Um, I really think uh, they got a great shot. So I'm not not really concerned. All right, second question, sir. Batter up. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to touch up on the first one. I'm not going to hold you up too long, but how about double-teaming Julio? A must. A must. You can't, the way yeah. you lose this game is you let Julio go over the top and bust off you know, two long touchdowns and find yourself behind. Nick Foles in this offense is not necessarily built to get into a shootout with the Atlanta Falcons. The one thing you do not want to do uh, for A, the offense and the run game is, is get behind and get behind early. 
Number two, uh, I don't know if you were watching the Kansas City Chiefs game, but when uh, sometimes when they get down, uh, they tend to forget the fact that the run game even exists, and they start asking too much of their quarterbacks. That's just a Andy Reid tree disciple sort of uh, built-in. Five, five carries to Kareem Hunt in oh, the second half. That is, that's the leading rusher in the NFL, and you get five carries. I pray to God Doug Pearson took notes from that game. I really hope so. Run the rock the whole entire time. Five carries in the second half. That's just and it's that's fun- terrible. And, and, and it's funny too because what was it? The quarterbacks coach for the Kansas City Chiefs gets hired as the, uh, the Bears head coach. The Bears yeah. head coach. And when that news initially happened, I took a look at that and I went, "What? <laughs> Those idiots in Chicago? They hired a Kansas City quarterback coach to be their head coach. What were they? Th- oh wait, we did that. Yeah, yeah. A, you know. So so, so 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 hopefully you know he doesn't get the Andyitis and decide to get away from the run because he gets down early. But that's exactly why you double. Julio Jones. Boom. Nailed that question. You got another one for me, bud? We lost him? Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Something back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Third, third, third one's a charm. Let's, get, let's hear it. All right. So I've been hearing from other fan bases that playing at the link isn't considered home field advantage to them. What do you guys think? Gail, you want to take I that mean, one first? Look at our record at home. I mean, we've, we've we have been dominating, holding teams to right. like five, thirteen five points against Atlanta at the length. Listen, home the home field event is going to be half the crowd, half the cold. I mean, it, it has to be that way. We, now that uh, you know, both Gail and I have become a little bit more well traveled, and, and perhaps uh, Fred Barnett can actually speak on this a little bit. Uh, the home field advantage isn't exactly the same as it is at Lincoln Financial Field as it was at Veterans Stadium in the 90s. It's a, it's a little less rowdy. Uh, it's not as noisy. Now, granted, we can cause false starts. We can cause um, uh, mistimed timeouts and stuff like that. But it's not Seattle. So to answer your question, it's yes or no. Would I rather be playing away? Absolutely no. not. I'd rather be playing at Lincoln Financial Field. But we're not playing in Seattle right now, so we can't take it as that sort of home field advantage. All right, thanks very much for calling in, my friend. We appreciate it. Now joining us, an absolute legend with the Philadelphia yes, Eagles, former wide receiver, Fred hey. Barnett. Hey. Yes. Wow. How you doing, sir? I feel so good about this. Everybody's clapping for me, man. Yeah, they well, a lot of people were clapping yeah. for you down at Veteran Stadium. Yeah, I, I never been to this part of Bristol. I've been in Bristol. It's nice, right? It's my first time. JP, I was like, where am I right now? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's beautiful. And this place, if you've never visited Bucks County Baseball Company, it's this incredible. Pl- this place is like a museum. You might want to buy up the place. Uh, it, seriously, do not come in here with more than like a couple hundred dollars in your pocket. Okay. I promise you, I promise you, it'll be gone. If you got bills to pay, do not. Some of, the, <laughs> some, some of the pictures back there is incredible. Yeah. Like, he has to have ghosts walking back there. So. Probably. So Probably. I bet you some of those items are haunted. Did you see the picture of you and uh, and, and and JP there and his dad? Well, hopefully that's not haunted, but <laughs> no, no, it, it, it was a very, it, it was a very uh, young. I did. I did. That, that was cool, man. That was cool. To see, I, you, to I see still, you still here in the community is awesome. I, and I, I look a lot better than I did then, so I'm, I'm pretty. <laughs> that's all right, man. You look the same, bro. You, you, you exactly well, I, just, I just color this in, yeah. you know, just to throw people off. 
Yeah, you, you, yeah, you and you got a little gray in the beard. Now, speaking of people clapping for you, our last caller uh, brought up an interesting point. Yeah. He said that opposing fan bases don't consider Lincoln Financial Field to be the same type of home field advantage or, or, or big home field advantage. And I could certainly vouch for that being a yeah. season ticket holder at both Veteran Stadium and the Link. Is, is it less of a home field advantage at Lincoln Financial Field, in your opinion? I would say, I would say not. I, okay. I, I, you know, you're playing at home. Mm-hmm. And and the, and the uh, away team is playing away, mm-hmm. you know. And and to, I think that's an advantage for for the home team. Uh, as you mentioned, you know, it's not as rowdy as the vet was. Mm-hmm. I mean, you 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 did not want to play, you know, <laughs> you did not want to play uh, in the vet as an opposing team. But uh, you know, you you got to come into a game like this thinking that hey, this is a you know, you lose, you're out. You know, you win, you you know, you keep going. You got to look in the mirror. And, you know, this is a situation, although, of course, it's a team sport, but each individual just has to look in the mirror and say, hey, look, this is my day. And that's what you have to do. And, and you know, Nick Foles has, has to do that. Mm-hmm. I think we've been a little, you know, skeptical about his, about his play over the, over the past few weeks. But uh, we, we, I think everybody thinks that he's capable of doing it. Um, but, um, you know, he, he, he's going to get the ball. He's going to touch the ball every play. Exactly. And I mean, if, if, if I was playing right now and Coach Peterson came to me and said, hey, look, we're going to throw the ball to you 25 times, I would float off to another planet. You wouldn't be able to talk to me. <laughs> I'd be so psyched about that. Nice. So now here, here's a guy who's going to touch the ball every play. Mm-hmm. You know, why not be psyched about that and, and take this team to another, you know, to, to another, uh, another game in the playoffs and closer to the Super Bowl? That's, that's an excellent answer. Now, when Carson Wentz went down, we, we, Gail and I were there at Los Angeles. Yeah. And seeing him go off the field and kind of with the towel around his head, we, we all kind of knew what was coming and it was going to be bad. And we kind of, our expectations went from the Eagles going to the Super Bowl yeah. was a probability to a possibility. And it conjured up for us old heads with, you know, a little bit of, of course, gray, yes. gray in the beard. It conjured up uh, 1990, right? When uh, when Randall Cunningham went down, first game of the season, mm-hmm. that was supposed to be the Eagles' year. High yeah. expectations going into the season. Now, this happened a little later on. That happened first game of the season. But can you kind of speak to what happens to a locker room when the leader goes down? Do you get shook? Do you, do you, do you put your head down? Do you start second-guessing the entire season? I, or, or do you go out there and respond and bound together a little harder? Of course you have to respond. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, of course you get shook. I mean, you're human. And, mm-hmm. and you're saying, hey, here's a guy who's taken us this far, and here we are now without him. Now we got to go, up, go, you know, with his backup. And um, you get shook a little bit, but at the same time, too, it's the time at that point for each individual to turn it up a notch, you know, to turn it up another level. You know, and, and the one thing that I really want to see um, out of this team is a nastier defense mm-hmm. because I really think they are capable – of being, you know, the, the the defense that we had in the early '90s. Really? Oh God, yeah, I, I really, I really think so. That's high praise. And, with, and and it starts with the defensive line. Once again, yeah. Here, here's here are guys now up front who are involved every play. There are times when you know the receivers are in the game and there's a running play opposite side to just kind of run off. Yeah. But the 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 offensive line and the defensive line they involved every play. So you know, here this is a chance I think for them to kind of turn it up a notch. And, and and of course we're hoping so, mm-hmm. but uh, but you definitely get shook. Uh, of course, it was the first game for us, you know that that Randall went out. So you know that was a situation where, you know, we just had to move on. We had to move on, but because we had you know 
15 games to go. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's a little different. And, and I, I would say, interestingly, I would say you're more shook in this position mm. winning the, these many games because you know what Carson Wentz brought, what he brought to the team. Yeah. You know, and at that point, you know, in, the, in 1990, uh, you know, Randall is Randall, and he goes out the first, he goes out the first game. So now we got to go, got to move on. But we know that Carson Wentz, I think a lot of us felt that Carson Wentz was taking us to the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. And when we were very confident about that. Now, looking at this wide receiving group, yeah. I, I, you're, you're a former great receiver for the Eagles. Why, thank you. You know, <laughs> you know. Uh, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think about the, the current roster of receivers that we have? I think, I think they're pretty good. I, I don't know everybody's name. I, I know numbers. <laughs> I think they're pretty good. Jeffries, I think, is, is, yeah, yeah. Jeffries, I think is, 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 you know, that guy. Yeah. That guy who, who needs to be on the field, you know, every play, uh, every, every, every uh, series. Um, I'm really impressed, and I'm, I'm, I'm proud of Aguilar. Yes, sir. Yes. That, that he big turn came, out of, came out of his funk. Uh, just, you know, I guess he was looking at the back of the mirror. Uh, I don't know what was going on <laughs> to him, with him. But, you know, sometimes you really have to, like, keep what's in your head in your head mm-hmm. and not speak on it. Right. I mean, there are times when I was like, okay, who am I right now? Let me figure this out. And I went and I figured that out. I didn't say, oh, oh fans, I don't know who I am right now. Who do I, what do I do? <laughs> you know, I, I can't, I can't take that back backlash. But, but I'm really, I'm really proud of him. Uh, and I, and I think this, this receiving core is good enough to be uh, uh, in the Super Bowl. Um, Torrey Smith, I, I, I would love to see more from him. Of course, I, I think everybody yeah, would love to yeah. see more. I mean, from he's that him. burner. And I, and I and I think I think he's capable. I I think he had a few bad games this year. You know, he had some drop passes here and there. But I told one of my buddies, um, it's probably about three or four weeks ago, is before Wentz got hurt. I said, the one guy I think is really going to make a difference is Aguilar, because mm-hmm. I think there's going to be some big downs. There's going to be some big situations. Then boom, he's go- he's going to take the top off. And I re- and I really believe that. Okay. If given the chance. Now, there's a lot of outside noise right now going on with this team that they're underdogs. They're the number one seed. They got home field advantage throughout the playoffs. How would how would you feel if you're in their play right now in that locker room? What, what would you be telling all the rookies or all the veterans in your team in the locker room right now? You know, it doesn't make a difference. It really doesn't make a difference. Right now, our, our, our record is nothing. We, we, we haven't played a game. Mm. And right now, we are the number one seed. Uh, look at this. Look at this situation. Would the Atlanta Falcons route now say, you know what? We're what ten and six. They went mm-hmm. ten and six. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're yes. ten and six. These guys are thirteen and three. So we don't have a chance. You think they're saying that? No. So why no. the hell would we say anything different? Then they, then they, you know, they, they're not going to put themselves down. I don't. I don't. I don't. You, I can be a hundred, a hundred point underdog. It doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference. This, this is this is a big stage. This is an opportunity. You know not only to take your team, you know, to the next level, but, you know, you know you got fans. You know you got, you know, solid fans around you. Um, it's not that we flipped a coin and got here, you know. You earned it. We, we earned it. Yeah. You know, the Eagles earned it. And, it, it was, of course, it was Carson Wentz, but I, I think they made some plays on defense and some other yeah. guys made some plays. The running back made some plays. So, it, it's, it, I would, I'd say this. They belong here. So there's nothing really, not, nothing really to debate. It's like you know we're the number one seed. We're the best team in the league right now. Absolutely. So you 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 have to come and get us. No doubt. Now, now 
the, a lot has been made of the home field advantage having to do with the cold. You have some dome yeah. teams, the Atlanta Falcons, the New Orleans Saints. You have some warm weather teams, the Carolina Panthers who have been uh, eliminated, also the, the Rams who have been eliminated. But now I'm guessing when I get on microphone and I say, listen, it's cold, so it's going to make it harder on the quarterback, so they got to run the ball a little bit more. Can you speak a little bit? Because you've played in cold, cold, cold veteran stadium, and there's nothing yeah. as hard as a rock as that turf on veteran Lambo, stadium in the man. cold. Oh, you, oh, you've played in the cold. Can you speak a, a little bit about it's, what the cold does to the passing game? It's 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 tough on the passing game unless you take some of the air out of the ball. Hey, oh. Oh. did I say I that? Love it. <laughs> I didn't say. I didn't say that's that. That's a pro though. tip, right there. That's a pro tip. <laughs> it's it's tough on the it's tough on the passing game. The ball is is like a brick. Yeah. And and you know it, it's it's. It's it's very hard to throw the ball. I mean, you you know you have a few catches here and there, but it's probably going to turn into, you mm-hmm. know, a pound pound the ball, uh, grind it out, grind it out. Uh, and at the same time, too, you mentioned the teams that are come come from you know from Miami, mm-hmm. you know Jacksonville, Atlanta, uh, playing in the dome when they when they get here in that that cold weather, man, it's it's a different, it's a little different. It's a little real. different from for. Now, now you played with the Miami Dolphins, correct? Played with the Dolphins, yeah. All right, so when you were with the Miami Dolphins post-Philadelphia Eagles and you had to travel back to a cold-weather stadium. Oh, it was different. Could you tell the guys in the locker room were like, what the hell is this? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, they they wouldn't say it on the field, Mm -hmm. but they're out there shivering and shaking, and and it's a little different. (laughs) I can relate. It's 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 definitely a little different. I mean, it's, it's something that they're not used to. Uh, you know, and of course, it's, it's the playoffs. It's it's you you in or out, and it's just you know. It, as I mentioned, of course, it's a team sport, but you know, individually, every guy, everybody got to you know individually got to look in the mirror and say, hey, you know, I'm going to be that guy. Mm-hmm. And and you know, uh, the Eagles are capable, definitely capable. And I I actually I'm, I'm picking them to win. Uh, hey, so. there you go. Uh, there you go. Oh, there you go. All right. We Anybody think different? Anybody think different? Anybody think Good, because the door's right over I there. I mean, you know, it's not different. The door's right over no, there. No, I'd, 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 like I'd like to know why, if you did. It's, it's, it's no big deal if, if you think different. I mean, because right now, I mean, you, you, you got some skepticism about, about uh, foes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you have to. Yeah, I mean, oh, you well, have deservedly to, so. You know, you have to. I, 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 I was a little disappointed in the Cowboys game because really? I, I needed, I wanted to see more. You know, a guy was asking me about. It. He's like, "Why are you disappointed? We didn't need that game." I said, "Let me, let me, I said, let me give you an uh, an analogy." Okay. So you know that guy that you know is going to win a hundred meters, but in those preliminary right run, you, yeah. he shows you I'm going to win, and he just slows up. So I just needed a few plays to, to, for the Eagles to say, "Whoa, you know, yeah. we can kick gas if we want want to." So, but we're going to let I, you I, have this game. I just, gotcha. go, just go ahead. But I just didn't see. I just didn't. I didn't see that. You didn't see that Usain Bolt yeah, turning, turning around, turn and smiling, in and, smile, and, then, yeah. and then just say, "Hey, you know what? Yeah. I'm just trying to place. You know, I'm in the playoffs. I'm just okay. going to let you go ahead and, and, right. and do your." But and I, and I needed to see that, and and hopefully, I, well, it, I hope I don't see, see that Saturday. <laughs> yeah. you know, I, yeah, hopefully, they they grab the I mean, did you think, by the throat. Did you think you know this team is like they've been dominating all season? Do you think they were feeling themselves at the end of the season, like they had? They had it wrapped up. The season wrapped up. Do you think they? That's the thing. I don't know. We're not, not in the locker room. That's see. Yeah. That, that's that's one thing. I, I hear a lot of guys talking. I you know listen to the radio sometimes, and and I've been in the locker room when right. we knew that we had it, yeah. and everybody's like, "Well, I don't know." They, they they don't know what we know. 
Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so so I don't I can't answer that question. But at the same time, too, you know, it's it's you know, it's a situation where, where I, I think that, you know, I, I don't want to say this is a positive thing, but I but the, but the injury to Wentz happened in a quote unquote good time to whereas, you know, uh, yeah, there, there was a few weeks where yeah. we could just kind of get in the rhythm. So hopefully we're in the rhythm by <laughs> by by Saturday. Now, now, I would not, uh, I would not be able to forgive myself uh, if I did not ask you why you're on this show, and, and thank you so much for for joining Thanks us. Thanks for having and, me. Yeah, absolutely. About that play that will always be ingrained in the in the minds of Eagles fans, and, and we'll vision it and talk about it forever, really. And that was Randall Cunningham's 95 yard touchdown pass to you with yeah. Bruce Smith. Can you walk us through that play? Because I'm, I'm, I'm watching, I watched a highlight of it today. There's yeah. no way Randall was able to look <laughs> downfield and know exactly where you were with Bruce Smith, a Hall of Fame defensive end, just breathing down his neck, duck that, and then chuck it up in the air. Can you kind of walk us through, like, what was the play call? What was the thinking there? Was it just a chemistry thing you had with Randall? I know Randall was scared. I wasn't, but. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he was a lot closer to Bruce Smith than I was. Yeah. But um, I had a. I can tell you exactly what I had. I had a, I had a I had a post route, mm-hmm. and Calvin Williams had a uh, a, a dig route, which is a, a deep end, like a twenty yard in, and I had a post. So I can remember coming off the ball, and just you know, kind of burning it, and then just kind of looking back, and I just see bodies flying everywhere, but I'm listening for a whistle. So I literally just kind of start jogging. Right. So I'm like, what the heck's going on here? <laughs> So I don't hear a whistle, and I see I see everybody just kind of running around. And I think at that point, with me looking back, Randall was to my left because I was on his right side. Me looking back, he was to my left. And so when he ducked Bruce, he went he went back to his left, mm-hmm. which was my right. Mm-hmm. And once he went back left, I saw him just kind of come away from everybody, and he did this. And once he did that, I kind of took I kind of took off, Boom. and the ball was in the air. And uh, Williams was his last name. I, I think he's. I think he was from Mississippi State, uh, the defensive back at the time. And he he missed, kind of misplayed the ball, right. and it just kind of, you know, fell right in my chest, and you know, and, and I just Hussein Bowdered all to Yeah, there you go. That, that's a that's a play that'll leave uh, live certainly forever in Eagles. I get, I get, if I had a half a penny, for every time it. everybody asked me about that play. I, <laughs> I would have taken a limo. Everybody got a half a penny. A Everybody got a half a penny. <laughs> and probably the other one, the other question is, how did you come up with the nickname Arkansas Fred? Like, who? How did that? How did that happen? Well, that was that was from Buddy Ryan. Okay. Now there were there was another Fred. I can't remember Fred's last name, but Fred was from. He was from a school, in the SWAC conference. I can't remember his last name, but it was Fred Barnett and and, and the other Fred. So the Eagles were they were interested in him as well. So when they spoke of Fred, Buddy was like, well, "Which Fred is it? <laughs> you know, which Fred are you talking right. about?" And they said, "Well, Fred Barnett or Fred, you know, or whatever Fred, Louisiana Fred, which he called him Louisiana Fred." He said, "Okay, let me let me let me you know, you know, figure out which is which. I'm gonna call him Arkansas Fred. I'm gonna call him Louisiana Fred." So that's how I became Arkansas Fred. And of course, they direct drafted me in the uh, third round. I heard you almost became a. You thought you were going to become a cowboy. Ooh, Is that true? Ew, ew, well, the ew. Cowboys were Cowboys and the Jets were two of the teams that kind of looked me in the eye and shook my hand and said, "Hey, we'll see you in Dallas or we'll see you in New York." And as a matter of fact, the Cowboys before 
they drafted before my uh, my draft took Alexander Wright from uh, who's a good friend of mine, Alexander Wright from Auburn. Okay. And I can't remember who the Jets took, but uh, they missed out. Oh. <laughs> they they they, they, they certainly did. Now before we got a little bucket of tickets, we're gonna give oh, we away got a bucket 20, of tickets. twenty. But before before we get to that, does anybody in the audience have a question that they would like to ask? Oh, we got a lot of questions. Hey Fred, uh, you're you're an all time favorite of mine. I just want to oh say. thanks, man. I must have had a lot of reruns. You watch it every day. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a dream come true. Sundays were like the best day in the yeah. world. Right? Cool, man. Uh, one question I have for you is, my fear for the Falcons is, is the passing game. Julio Jones. Yes. Blue. Is our secondary going to be, with the D-line pressure, is our secondary going to be capable to at least hold them, the game, so that we're, we're in it in the fourth quarter? Or is this going to be Julio Jones 175 yards and a touchdown? Sanu's going to have five big catches in the first half, or, or are young quarterbacks going to be able to Well, this, I think this is a situation where, of course, you know, with it being a playoff game, you really never know, of course, what's going to happen. Uh, with any game, you never know. You know, any given Sunday, you know, is a situation in the NFL. And uh, here's my, my comment is that we are capable. We're capable of stopping Julio Jones. We're capable of, of getting pressure on the quarterback. We're capable of, of, of putting Matt Ryan in a situation where, you know, we can have a turnover too. And, and that's all I need to know. If we're capable, if we have the ability to do it, now it's, now it's, it's, it's at a point now where it's mental. you got to go out and you got to make it happen. Let me tell you something. The biggest, the biggest uh, change for a college athlete, a college football player in the NFL, is to understand that when he was playing college football, about two or three guys he was playing against on the field at one time was probably be a, a professional football player. When you're in the NFL, everybody's a professional football player. So at any given time, you know, anything can happen. If the Eagles right now and the Falcons did a walkthrough of their plays, there would be no mistakes. But guess what? There will be mistakes on uh, uh, Saturday. You know why? Because it's going to be a mental part of the game. It's, somebody's going to get hit upside the head. Somebody's going to get pissed off, and somebody's going to want it more than the other person. So that's what that's what it comes down to. So we're capable. If they don't do it, heck, they 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 just didn't do it. But it doesn't mean that they're not capable of doing it. We we should win this game, no yes. doubt about it. We should win it. If they don't win this game, it, it, it should be a, it's a shame because we should win this game. Absolutely, love the positive. I think so. Positive. We'll take we'll take one more, Jeff. Yeah, Brent, I'm a huge fan growing up. Thanks, man. Yeah, I see. So appreciate you coming out. Um, just tell me simply: the Eagles will win Saturday if the Eagles will win Saturday if if they have no turnovers on offense and if the defensive line has at least four sacks. That, that's a, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm gonna be as specific as I can. No, that that was a that's that was a, a a perfect and quick answer. And so we'll get we we'll get to your question real quick before we pull the card before okay. we pull the ticket. I have like one question: Do you, like what receivers like do you think like made more of an impact during the, the Super Bowl run season? Terrell Owens or Alshon Jeffrey? What, what wide receiver would have made a, a larger impact to their team um, as, as far as that position is concerned, Terrell Owens or Alshon Jeffrey? I'm 
I know, let me understand the question. I, I you, uh, you're saying in T O. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. What combo would you rather have? That, that's a good one. Well, we're talking about Wentz. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. For, well, of course, Wentz is not there, but I, I would rather have Wentz and Jeffers. Ooh. For sure. Ooh, hot take. Yeah, because Wentz. Love it. Saying it with his chest. Because Wentz, Wentz, Wentz won't be throwing up in the auto. Oh. Oh. Donovan, you know I love you, Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> you know I know I love you, Donovan. That's right. He, he he's never gonna see it. It's not like he's he never has, gonna see it. It's not like he has any time on his. And if hands he does, he know else. he know I'm. Just All right, so let's uh let's pull a ticket. Everybody got your ticket ready, right? Everybody, Everybody got, got ticket a ticket. Out? It's for a we're we're gonna. Give, oh, I'm pulling a ticket. Oh yeah, we're gonna give one away now, and then we're gonna give one away towards. What are you the giving away? A twenty-five dollar gift card for this place, man. They can go. All they right. can go shopping. And please, we would encourage everybody to. I tell you shop, what, man, shop. Let There's me. So here's much here's stuff. what I'm gonna do. I'm going to add $25 to that. So it's oh, a 50. wow. So it's a 50. That is awesome. Hey, all right. Awesome. All right. I love it. To the first one, though. To the first one. I got you. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> all right, here we go. All right, I got one ticket. Oh, I, oh, I don't have my glasses, man. Wait a minute. Yeah, I, I can see it. Here we go. Oh, it's 881-444. Seven. Yeah. 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 All right. My man. Oh, I'm knocking over stuff here. Awesome. 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 Good stuff. How, how much? How, how long are you? Much longer are you hanging out to sign sign some I'm autographs, here. take some I'm pictures. Here. Awesome. Here. That is awesome. He's going to be in the back right there, signing autographs, taking pictures. Guys, please take advantage of the situation. Uh, Bucks County Baseball Company was kind enough to bring him in. Um, so hang out, man. Ask him some questions. Keep to keep the party rolling as we continue the show. So it's been a pleasure, man. Pleasure, Thank man. You Thanks so for much for joining yeah, us. Thank you, man. Yeah. Pleasure. pleasure. Thank you very much. All right, we got a we got another uh, caller on the line that's been waiting patiently from two one five. Of course, we can't screen the phone calls, but two one five area code. Fire away, my friend. How are you feeling tonight? Hello, two one five number. <laughs> Fell asleep. <laughs> What's he listening to in the background? That's a good question. Sounds like Dateline. All right, thanks for calling. Ah. Thank, you. Thank, you. Thank you so much. Where is Green Legion Mike? Where is Green Legion Mike? Green Legion we have Mike. some questions for you, sir. Yes, sir. We're going to put you on the spot because uh, a, a, a little uh, rumor little went birdie. around. Uh-huh. Little, little if you, birdie? If, if, if you take a look, he's, 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 yeah, he's uh-huh. giving me that eyeball like, screw, this, screw you, e look, look at that, Green. Uh, exactly. No, but Green Legion Mike is here. And if you take a look at the uh, 2018 Philadelphia Eagles schedule, you take a, you see some interesting games on the calendar. You see uh, Tennessee, which we will certainly take a road trip for, I think, as an entire squad. You got Tampa. Tampa's nice weather, right? Especially in, in, a, in a cold weather game. You got LA new, again. You got LA again. That was a blast, right, Gail? That, that was fun. We rocked out at Santa Monica Pier. You got New Orleans. Oh, my God. Bourbon Street. Can you? I've never been. Have you uh, been? No, I have not. No. And then, um, and then what's, what's that team that played the other day? What's that team uh, with the funny helmets, the stupid looking Maybe Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, that, the Jacksonville Jaguars. So here's our question to you, uh, Mr. Green, Mr. Green Legion Mike. Uh, 
and you don't have to answer directly, but sh- should we anticipate possibly uh, having fish and chips at the tailgate? Yes or no, sir? Hello, hello. Well, fish and chips is a great tailgate option. I'm not sure which game that would be. But, uh, I mean, if you like it, uh, you know, or if you don't like it, you should probably kind of warm up to it. Okay. So, because, you, you know, <laughs> it, it might be something you, need, you might be having to get used to. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. Hello, hey, Governor. Are, 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 are we going to go to a game and perhaps um, hear some, uh, some funny-sounding accents? Green Legion Mike. Well, we do go to Dallas every year, so, uh, yes. Yeah, man. Uh, we will. Oh, and and Nolan's, you know, how they talk down there. Hello, Governor. All right, All right. I, I, I've got to get a little trickier on him. Uh, should we get our passports ready? You should have your passports ready because, from what I hear, it takes like I don't know months to get them to get them together. So, if you were planning on taking a trip outside the country in the latter part of 2018, it's probably a good idea to, uh, to get, get it all. Make sure you're all correct. Yeah. Love going it. to London, let's play the Jags. I, I love it, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. As he gives me that, yeah, thanks. Thanks, jerk. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. All right, so take a, let, let's review a little bit, uh, you know, some wild card weekend matchups. Because we took the week off, you know, when the Eagles take a bye week, we certainly take a bye week along with them. Uh, Jags at Bills. Any any real surprise there about what happened uh, in that game? Man, that was a that was a sleeper. You know, I was uh, pretty much almost asleep in by halftime. The, uh, great, the good, the best tweet I saw over the weekend. It was like watching two old people hump. <laughs> hey. uh, and you know what? My believe it or not, my cousin is a Bills fan, and I was watching the game with him. There were some serious man tears going on at that game. He was so upset. I mean, that drought. The, that drought. The drought. That, and then the way that. Drought. Yeah, that drought and the they way waited. it ended. Yeah. You, know, you know what? But that, that, that was, that's what's kind of. When you, when you take a look at the Bills fans and the absolute euphoria and jubilation that was involved in that, you know, Andy Dalton uh, touchdown pass and everybody going nuts because the drought was over. I mean, you take a look at a fan base that was just happy to get in. And here we are, the first seed in the NFC. Uh, a lot of us, not uh, not including anybody sitting on this panel or probably in the audience, doing a lot of uh, bitching and moaning about you know uh, the, the the playoffs. And here, Bills fans were just excited to get in. Oh my God, they were in Happy tears. We have to go witness uh, Bills Mafia tailgate one time when the, Dude, whenever I, the Eagles dude, go up Buffalo. And their tailgates, are, um, those tailgates are things go down. On, barbarians in, the, I, in those tailgates. <laughs> I, I I don't know if I can hang, dude. I don't know if uh, the, the, I, I can all... certainly hang for the entertainment. You yeah. might you might want to have insurance. I could definitely watch it. <laughs> do, you, do you see the Jags fans too on social media? Jags fans were putting people through tables like, "Yo, get your own yeah. stick, dude. Yeah. Get your own stick." That dude ran away, caught on fire. That was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's uh, that was. A Total rookie move. Uh, that that was interesting to say the least. Saints versus Panthers. That was an interesting game. That it was. What'd you think I about mean, that one, Gail? I was I was hoping that the Panthers would uh, put the Saints out of their misery because that's a team that we talked about that you know we don't want to play. Had some concerns. We don't want to play. Um, I think uh, play Saints. They had every opportunity to take that game. You know they were down by the goal line. They had opportunities to, to score. Um, but they came away with field goals, and that's what happens. You, 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 know, you if you settle for field goals, you settle for an L. Do you notice how slow Cam was, Gail? Do you notice? And then after he scored a touchdown, how fast he was moving? 
You know what's funny? I saw a thing on Twitter that said uh, Panthers admit that when Cam Newton got down, apparently it was like an eye injury or whatever of some yeah, sort. Yeah. Apparently they did that on purpose so they could stop the time on the clock. Either, either the, the Panthers he, announced that apparently. Either he got the, rocked. He, he did get he rocked. Did get he rocked. did get yeah, Listen, he got rocked. But but the the way I read the situation, and I know Cam Newton is like an absolute lightning rod. Oh oh, uh, let me rephrase that. Trust me, I know Cam Newton's an absolute <laughs> lightning rod. Considering my daughter went viral, and like half the people that saw her go <laughs> go viral told her to tell your you know your feminist parents to shut up. And see you guys. Right, see you later. Nice to meet you, man. And then. Um, the other half were, were were calling me racist, so I, I I know that Cam Newton is is a is a lightning rod. But when I take a look at that, I'm like, what? Listen, if you got a legitimate concussion, this is a violent game, and concussions are 100 percent a serious topic when it comes to the NFL. But if you're but if you're acting that dramatic over an eye injury, you don't need to collapse on the sidelines. And honestly, I thought that he might have been screwing his own team, to be honest with you, because if if the referees or team doctors or anybody else for that matter thinks that you have a concussion, you have to go in concussion protocol. You were out. That that gentleman in the corner there is right. You were out, my friend. He could have easily screwed that whole thing up where he's like, ah my eye, I'm 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 gonna collapse on to, next to the sidelines, not even get on the sidelines, but go next to the sidelines, drop like a big baby, uh, you, you know, and then you, you, you have the opportunity to kind of screw your team because you can't get back in it. The decision is out of your hands at that point. Yeah. I, you know, with, with, Cam, with Cam Newton, it seems like the same scenario happens. Like he, you know, has a couple runs, has some amazing plays, mm-hmm. gets hit, gets rocked, and next thing you know, he's uh, – He's just not himself. He's a bipolar quarterback. Uh, and my biggest thing with Cam Newton, dude always knows where the camera is. You, you ever notice that? Oh, yeah. He always knows where the camera is. I just don't. I think he's just really too into himself. <laughs> you know, uh, to be he's honest, a diva. this is a guy that he's dresses up for press conferences when they lose. He, Gail puts it, he accessorizes. He sits there and dresses up and accessorizes for a loss. I mean, what is that? I mean, all if about? you think about, it, if he spends that much time on his outfit after an L. Like really? Unbelievable. Romp. As a dude, I'm like, I'm just like, dude, are you really? Man, wore a romper in public. Yeah, I mean, you got too many accessories. For he me, did bro. wear a romper in public. A, I yeah. got a picture of him wearing a romper. He was like one of the first. With the top hat oh, and having a cigar no. in his hand. No, yeah, 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 he's gonna Google it right now. <laughs> yeah. Cam Newton in a romper. Just be that And it's not just some plain romper. How it's like a it? multicolored uh, romper. Oh, he's pulling it oh, up yeah, right there now. There it is. Oh, dude, oh, bro! Come on! Oh, uh, yeah! Come on, bro! And 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 in short, oh my God! The short, yeah, with some loafers on. Maybe oh, T- yeah. CTE is real. I'm man. so thankful. <laughs> I am so CTE thankful for the ginger Jesus. Yeah, so the, the fact that he's just a nerd is is, is, is so beneficial. Yeah. Ne- next game before we get to the next caller, uh, Titans versus Kansas City. Anything? <laughs> any, <laughs> any, any any thoughts on that game? You already, you already touched on the Andy Reid part, but. You know, t- <laughs> it's like it's like when you invite your drunk uncle to the uh, barbecue and he shows up. And Only like, a matter of yeah. time. Uncle Andy is a little drunk today and uh, forgets to run the ball. And you, you have these flashbacks of him like, you know, beating you or something like just like, dude, we're seeing it again. He hasn't learned. I feel bad for the uh, Kansas City fans. And the one thing I heard, which is reminis- uh, very uh, reminiscent of what happens in Philly, booze. At oh, the yeah. end of that the game, oh, yeah. oh, the Chiefs oh, fans yeah. were booing. Oh, yeah. I'm 
sorry. We, other other fans yeah. are booing the head coach. Oh, I thought that only happened <laughs> only in Philadelphia. Oh, I yeah, thought yeah, that only happened yeah, in Philadelphia. Yeah. Unbelievable. My dude, I do tip my cap to Marcus Mariota. Oh, my God. That play was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't believe I saw what happened. I mean, that's the, that's the Mariota I like to see. I mean, he put the team on his back. He literally threw a touchdown to, to himself. himself. Does that count for double points in fantasy? It does. It does. That's does. what I thought. Yes. All right, yeah. That was, that was pretty amazing. That is amazing. But honestly, who was starting Marcus Mariota? Nobody. No, 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 no. Championships are done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, that's right. Let's, let's go ahead and go back to the phones. Uh, again, 215 number, you are on with 4th and John. How are you feeling about this upcoming game against the Atlanta Falcons, my friend? Four. Four. Two one five number. I like to buy a valve. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's been on hold too long. All right. Awesome. Tailgate details. Uh, we will be out there. Rumor has it that the lots are going to open up for Wells Fargo at uh, at 930. So we will be out there. It's nice to have a 4 That's a little late. Game. It's a, well, it's I a mean, 4 o'clock game. For us. For us. For us. Yeah. Oh, that, oh, in terms of, we're usually there like 6.30 in the morning. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. it's going to be nice to, to, to sleep in That's at least uh, a little bit. Speaking of sleeping in a, a little bit, you know what was really nice? That last Dallas game going to the Green Legion tailgate. If I wasn't putting on my, t- my own uh, little tailgate party every single game, the one thing that I would be doing is going to the Green Legion there because they take care. I, like, I, I'm used to waking up at 4 in the morning. I'm out the door at 4.30. I'm in line. I got to pay for parking. I gotta, they had everything all set up and, and, and all of that. All I had to do was just go and have a good time with the Green Legion, and it was amazing. There was warmth and everything. It was awesome. Nice. So we will be, or at least I will be out there probably around 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> Trox, you got a nice little ice luge, a nice little addition today. I do, I do. And it's going to be the first time in probably about seven years I'm going down to pay for parking because, you know, I'm a, I, take, I hop on the subway and go down. Right. I, I just refuse. It's, it's ridiculous. You do you what you can, man. But, yeah, but I will be, yes, I will be driving down. I will be down there as early as you, you guys. T- you can take the subway with the luge, too. Uh-uh. I got two of them coming. Oh, oh, gee. oh. <laughs> that means that means four people can take a shot at once. Absolutely. Yeah. This yes, might sir. be an ice That's luge baptism. That's this might not be. Oh, you got to go through the baptism gauntlet. Oh no! <laughs> people are going to be trashed. Oh god! Speaking of trash, <laughs> fireball. Speaking of trash. Speaking of trash, where are you going with this one? Look who's sitting right in front of us. At, uh, oh, Pukey. Yes, yeah. Pukey's here. Pukey, why don't, why don't you come up? Give us your thoughts on uh, on this upcoming. Are you first of all? The, oh, yeah, the, yeah, now yeah. that now that the regular season is done, the ban has been lifted. Okay, so if you want to come, you can you can you can certainly Probably come. Probably not gonna happen for this week. Probably not gonna happen for this week, but may or may not happen if they make it to the NFC Championship game. What's 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 this if shit? Yeah, what's your official it's pick then, happen. brother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're we, finally we, invited we, back. We, and you're now you're, you're finally come. wait a minute. You mean to tell Dang, me dude. that you come to my show? And you and you sit here, and I extend the offer for you to come to the first fourth and John playoff tailgate. And you saying that? What did I do to deserve this disrespect? Why don't you act like a man? <laughs> Put him in the bathroom. All right, th- thank you, Pete. Well, we will see you at the NFC Championship okay. game tailgate. Uh, if that, are you ready for around the league? Yes, sir. All right. So we don't have the uh, the drop, the audio, nor do we have Evan Bubblegum here. As you notice, the, uh, the the there's been little pockets of silence because we don't have the soundboard. <laughs> soundboard. <laughs> the soundboard going. He's on so vacation. Pretend like you're cueing the mute. Yeah, maybe Jeff can sing a little bit in the background, and and you can go ahead and do around the league. So why don't you why don't you bring it up to us, sir? All right. So eventually, 
everything begins on Black Monday, I believe. And we have uh, a couple of head coach vacancies out there around the league. We got Oakland. We all know who's going there, Mr. John Gruden. Yeah, he had had a press press conference today. today. Uh, Mr. Caldwell's out of town in Detroit. Possibly Matt Patricia coming to town. We don't know. There's also many, many, many Eagles head co- uh, assistant coaches that might get a head coach job somewhere. Yeah, Schwartz, and Schwartz and Flipper. Flipper, yeah, absolutely. Well, the Bears, Bears just announced their coach, so that's another. And again, and again, it was so funny when they announced the head coach. I'm like, who takes a quarterbacks coach from Kansas City? <laughs> what kind of we idiot? Do. Oh wait, no, that was we did that. Oh geez. And in uh, Indianapolis, Mr. Pagano has finally ended. I thought it was going to happen last year, but I guess this year is the year. And it looks like Matt Patricia is the leading candidate, possibly Mr. Jim Schwartz also. Well, well, Jim Schwartz has been linked to what? The Arizona Cardinals the last Giants. week. Giants. Yeah, the Arizona it. Cardinals, he had, he, he, he had a, uh, he had yeah. a uh, I think, a meeting with the, yeah. with the Cards and then the New York Giants. Here's the thing about the New York Giants. I cannot imagine that they take – a defensive coach. First of all, they've got that new general manager who is a genuine football guy. He's a football head. Uh, they might now. When you get a new general manager, that doesn't necessarily mean that every single assistant coach or or you know coordinator is going to be out the door. You can remember when uh, one Charles Edward Kelly came to town. They kept one of the running back or the, um, the 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 tight ends coach. They kept one of the coaches on the staff. And then uh, Deuce Staley was on the staff. And then when Doug Peterson came on board, Deuce Staley remained with the team. So when you take a look at the New York Giants, and the new general manager might like Steve Spagnuolo. He's got a rapport with that defense. They invested a lot of money in that defense, and not for nothing, but Eli Manning's not getting any younger. And they've got to address that offensive line. I think they go offense. Yeah, I mean, if they go offensive-minded, Josh McDaniels out there as well. They might give him a second opportunity. The hood? All GMs want they they want they want to score points. They want to put that that's what fills the seats. Uh, so I mean, Ken Schwartz, I think that was just like a, a ploy. Mr. Kraft can say whatever he wants. There's something going on in New England. I don't know what it is. No one's going to say a damn word until the mid, uh, until the off season. You know what? I haven't read into it. I haven't looked in it too much. But but anytime you have a a successful trio. Uh, you know, the, ego the, the, going on, there's maybe. ego. Yeah, there's there's, there's ego, ego going on. We don't. Well, you don't know whose whose final decision it was necessarily to send Garoppolo to San Francisco and 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 trade that that other quarterback to Indianapolis. The owner, you know, Tom Brady. How much longer is he? You're dealing with guys who have found success in this league, done it together. But that doesn't mean just like on this show, you're looking at three three guys who occasionally argue with each other. You know, occasionally there's there's a little bit of ten, not much, not not you know. Uh, I hate you, man. Yeah, freaking get. Uh, Gail snores for everybody who doesn't know that. Gail, <laughs> Gail, when we travel together, Gail, I get not a wink of sleep because Gail snores. I like, might. Like, I might. <laughs> yeah, you do. So you know, sometimes it's tension. You don't know. Robert Kraft might be a snore. Fred Barnett said Mike's got a weak handshake. So what do you? Oh, think? he did say that hey! before the show. Hey! He did say that before the show. And as far as fl- as far spot, as flip, man. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta we got to play all pro handshake, yeah. man. You can't. You see now what now one part of the trio is going to be angry. You know what I mean? One part of the trio is going to be upset, and then, you know there's going to be a little tension. But that's but that's all cool. As far as as far as flip goes, um, you know, I, Cardinals. I yeah, the Cardinals are yeah. High, high, high in the Cardinals list. You, if you're flip, you've got to you've got to take into consideration a. Where do I want to go? B, what position do I want to be in? 
Because if he thinks he's genuinely in line for a head coaching position, maybe he takes a look at the owners and the teams that are out there and decides that that's not best for his long-term future. Plus, he might get offered an offensive coordinator position. And if you are an offensive coordinator, you are at least spending two to three years within that system to prove you can do it before you move on to being a head coach. This guy might just wait with the Eagles and, uh, you know, stick around, play. Or maybe he loves Carson Wentz that much. Or maybe he loves Carson Wentz. You know? What's not to love about the ginger Hanging Jesus? Hanging out with Jesus? In, in his position, it's advantageous because you get to pick and choose. People are going to come to you. Once you take that offensive coordinator position, you're kind of, you, wouldn't you agree, you're locked in for a couple years to prove that you can handle it at that level? <coughs> at least two years. At least two years. Yeah, you're cuffed off for two years, no doubt. Especially, you know, new into it. What um, else you got, buddy? Oh, well, last night was the... A little bit of college football. Bama oh, and the Bulldogs. That was a great game. Yeah, man. I'll tell you that what. That was a great game. Cojones. Cojones putting the freshman in at halftime. Uh, yeah, I mean. Do you no. want to know the stats of the quarterbacks? Go ahead. Go for it. Well, I'm going to butcher this kid's name. <laughs> I'm not even going to say it. The fresh, the freshman for Bama. He comes in and he goes, he goes uh, 14 for 24, buck 66. Three TDs, one interception. Now, what is it, Hertz? Hertz was the original Hertz, starter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's three for eight for 21 yards <laughs> in the first half. That's it. But I mean, it was a ballsy and move. And they were down 13 nothing at half. Definitely a ballsy move. But I, th- that, that guy was the number one uh, dual-threat quarterback coming out of high school. So, I mean, well-touted. He's been phenomenal in, in, in practice. And it's funny, like, people are, like, Thinking about that idea and thinking about Sudfeld and Foles. No, like, I was not about to mention that. I turned the channel on yeah. if I heard I was, that. I was wondering how long it was going to take no, before like, that. Really? <laughs> yeah. topic yeah. Yeah. For, for, first of all, it, that might work in college ball. That's not working in the pros. Mm-hmm. Second of all, this team is tied to Nick Foles. Ride or die, good or bad. Even if he's struggling up until the third quarter, as long as that defense is hanging them in the game, they're going to they're gonna continue to roll right. with Foles. Name me another time where a backup, a glorified practice squad player, has been in uh, come in relief of a starting quarterback in the divisional round of the playoffs, and it went well. Crickets, exactly. It, it's 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 never it's never ever. This isn't this isn't college. But this isn't hockey. It's not like you can just just all right. The the goalie gave up four goals. We're gonna pull the goalie and put it oh, in no, the backup. No. It doesn't f- work like that. Frank man. Reich. Frank Reich. Yeah, but didn't he come? In, that was like injury. That wasn't yeah, because yeah, yeah. J- Jim Kelly yeah. sucked. Yeah. You know. Right. Right. So, what so, else you got? <laughs> yeah, I hear you on that. Uh, do you guys go to? The, you guys hear about the parade on Saturday? I I uh, did yeah. I did and uh, I love uh, all right. Let me set this up. It's great because I because I what, what's his name Damien on Twitter. I know one of the Browns guys out there, one of the verified accounts who kind of let, let's say E Rock Twitter account for the Browns if there is such a thing. <laughs> and uh, I had to ask him about the parade and and if he was organizing it and to set it up. Basically, what they did is they held a giant parade in Cleveland to celebrate their 0-16 season. Now, they have never had the ability to celebrate anything else, so this is an achievement, albeit a, a, a dirt achievement, for that organization. But I will always give credit to a fan base 
that see that that wants their voices to be heard. That's kind of, that's kind of what we try to do here at Fourth and John, and that has always been my mission statement of what I do on social media. Yeah. So the team is in essence making a mockery of the fan base, and in return, the fan base made a mockery of the team in their season. I loved every second of that. LeBron James gave him kudos too for it. Yeah. He's like, I don't I don't blame him. I should. Those, those Browns fans are passionate. Oh, absolutely. You know, like you think about them getting their organization, you know, stolen from them. And then Baltimore Ravens wins the Super Bowl with kind of some of their roster. I mean, it's tough. I mean, like one of my one of my good best friends is a Browns fan. Why? And <laughs> right. So he's he's at the, uh, the we're going uh, a couple years back when Wentz got drafted. Before he got drafted, he's at uh, the combine. He's telling me he's like, you know, the Browns got to get Wentz. Like I'm here at the combine, dude, and I'm looking at everything he's doing. This guy's real deal. And then when we we draft we draft Wentz, he's like like dude, bum, 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 bum. he's like my, my organization is the worst. Like I, I'm about to quit being a Browns fan. So it, the, the whole the whole setup was hilarious. They had they had one guy in the back of a pickup. They had a toilet in there. And he, just had, <laughs> he had his head in the toilet, and he kept popping his head up as he's going by people. Yeah. He had a guy in a speedo leading the charge with the sign. Another guy had a jersey where it says, "There is always next year." We aren't losers, just very patient winners. <laughs> no, I like that, that, that's oh, a glass half full. That's a, that's a glass half full. Uh, that's amazing. Did, did they have that guy with the jersey that has every single name of the quarterbacks? Was no, but had, they had it on no. the back of a car where yeah. it was on, like, you know, when you just got married thing where it was uh, all the quarterbacks lined up God. and it was like that so long. Gail, I mean, you just you just said it, or or, or Mike, when the when the team leaves, you 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 lose your franchise in the middle of the night. They go to Baltimore and they win a Super Bowl, and then you finally get them back, and they just stink on ice with this owner who owns this trucking company who's being investigated by the IRS for whatever reason, and doesn't have his books in order. And then every quarterback that you draft first round, Johnny Manziel and all that jazz, and then the one quarterback, the one guy that could have saved your entire franchise, you trade it out of the spot. To, and, and gave it to the Philadelphia Eagles for Carson. I would not wish bringing a Browns fan on my worst enemy. That is that is that has got to be. Absolutely absolutely I mean, but miserable. if you think about it, they, they also had they had Bill Belichick. They got rid of Bill Belichick. Oh God! I mean, they're that they're, on that they had they had Nick Saban as a like an assistant coach. They had uh, Ozzie Newsom was there. They had Carson Wentz, and they gave him to us. You know who saw that? <laughs> they had Schwartz was there. He was an assistant of Belichick's. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they had the coaching tree. In place, and they got rid of the whole. It's just a comedy yeah. of screw ups. That is, that, <laughs> that is very that depressing. Is a, that, that is, is very depressing. depressing. But you know what's not depressing? Eagles beating the Falcons on Saturday because oh. it's going to happen. Okay. Now before, Amen. yeah, come on, Amen. yeah, we can do it. We yeah. can do it. We All can right. do it. I couldn't. I couldn't talk early, but Fred Barnett, preach, brother. Preach about that defense, brother. Uh, oh yeah. man, he, that, that that's saying a lot. From yeah, what when he, he said. when he was talking about like you know that that defensive line, and I'm thinking about Clyde Simmons and Reggie White and Jerome Brown and even Golick in the middle there, and then he's talking about it kind of in the same breath. I I got a little tingle, little tingle. Not gonna lie, <laughs> it, it a little moves. bit. It did move. I was a little bit. Before we get to the Twitter questions, because we got about 20 more minutes left in the show, is there anybody in the audience that would like to come up and ask a question to this panel of idiots? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. One of our tailgate veterans. With all the talk about how concerned we are about Foles in the offense, what is the minimum number this offense has to shoot for to score and win? 24. I was going to say 21. That has to be uh, minimum. I'm going 21. 
The, the, the Eagles held the Falcons last year to 15 points. The Falcons currently, offensively, are uh, 15th in the league in, in, in points per game. They're scoring 22 points. You have, to hold, you have to hold them under 20, and the Eagles, you know. Right I'll, now, it's I'll, around 13, right? What's they, that? They're holding teams to 13, right? Yeah. 15, mm-hmm. 13 points yeah. at home. Yeah, thirteen points at home. Defensively, yeah. the Eagles are holding uh, teams for their season at eighteen and a half. So eighteen and a half. You have to you have to hold the Falcons to under 20, 21 points, and you got to get at least you know three touchdowns and just grind it, man. Win the it, time of possession. Listen, th- th- that's, that's this really for, this formula about. for victory. It, it, it don't try to outsmart yourself. Don't try to outplay yourself. Don't try to outcoach yourself. You know what's going to win this game. Jay Ajayi, LeGarrette Blunt, Corey Clement, Ransom Repeat. Short passes to Alshon Jeffrey, to, to um, Nelson Aguilar. Get Zach Ertz involved. you got too many weapons on the outside for them to disrespect the run and put eight. You know, I hear so many people say, well, you can run the wild. They're just going to put eight in the box. You didn't get an Alshon Jeffrey. So, so you can just get disrespected right. like you were last year because you didn't have any outside weapons. Nelson Aguilar is playing, you know, well above what even me and Jeff even thought that he would be playing. Uh, you know, Zach, Zach Ertz is having finally having that breakout year. You can't have if you're a defensive coordinator. Why would you put eight in the box in against the Eagles? Double tight ends. I want to see quick slant. D- do what they've been doing to us. Quick slant, catch and run. I bring Let- an extra tackle in too if they need to. Yeah. Just. Pound the rock. I mean, you, the rock. you think about the the most carries uh, Eagles had this year, sixteen carries this season. That's uh, been uh, Legarrette Blount, um, and then uh, Ajay's only had fifteen carries. That's the most he's had. I think this game we hope to see twenty. We get twenty twenty carries. Uh, that that's where his that's where his wheelhouse is. I'd like to see some screens with with Jay and a little bit of Clement. Sprinkle a little bit of Clement in there. He's shifty. I I, I, I love him. Clement as as, yeah. as a shifty. change of pace. He reminds me a little bit of Sproles. He's not Sproles esque, mm. but he's a little bit like a Sproles. You know who me. he reminds me of? Uh, which one called? Mitchell. Buckhol- he reminds me of Buckholder. Yeah. yeah. Because you had Westbrook, who was the all-purpose back. You had Deuce Staley. Really, all those running backs could do kind of the same thing. They were all well-rounded running backs. But when you have, you know, Jay Ajayi and LeGarrette Blunt, the guys that are going to punish you, body blow, body blow, body blow. They, they, when you get Clement on the outside or on the, on the screen game, and those are quick high-percentage throws. I mean, you want to get Nick Foles in a rhythm, high-percentage throws in the screen game, quick slants, uh, coming out of the backfield. Like, Clement is one of those guys. It's been such a pleasant surprise. Remember, this is a guy that we weren't sure he was even going to make the roster Undrafted. in the beginning of the season. Yeah. Undrafted. We drafted Pumphrey, that friggin' guy. Pumphrey, who's a, who's an app? Where was Kamara taken? Uh, third, fourth. Was it third or fourth? It was third fourth. Fourth round. Third round. It was third. Third round. Third round. They yeah. traded up to get him. Man, could you imagine if the Eagles like and and and, and how we were able to pull that one off? We had Kamara on this team, and we don't have to. Just look how many could have had Jamal backs. Williams too. Could have had Jamal. Well, <laughs> yeah, that, that 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 was your guy. But no, we yeah. ended up we ended up with little ass Pumphrey. So as many people say, I think I think Jeff uh, might have said this to me. He he treats he treats like Clement as that fourth round pick. It might have been it might have been you. It might not have been. Uh, do we have anybody else who has a question? Pukey. Don't it. don't puke on the microphone. <laughs> I'm not, dude. Knock it off. Do you think Sidney Jones plays this playoff game? And if if so, how do you think he'll do? Special teams. Uh, he, yeah, he's he's gonna he's gonna have to play in relief of of, of somebody if if 
at that. I mean, you got you got Darby, you got Mills. Those are your one two. If Mills is getting burnt like bad, like <laughs> well, like in it, the first half, well, it, do you sprinkle Lopez and Jones in there? I think you mm, work him in no. if you need a breather. If he's getting bad with Julio Jones. If Holy Jones is just completely toast in the first half, no. do you put Sidney Jones in? If if you're the Falcons game plan and, and, and scheming for the Eagles offense or the um, <laughs> the Eagles defense, right? What you're doing is you're taking Julio and you're trying to match him up against Mills because can't quite frankly he can't keep up with him. He can't. He can stick a tackle to a Julio Jones. We saw him do it against Des Bryant. But as far as taking the top off, so whatever whatever side of the field that. Julio Jones is on. I w- even if it is Mills' side, I expect Malcolm Jenkins, regardless of strong side, Someone's weak side. Bracket. Yeah, yeah. So, somebody who's like Malcolm Jenkins is going to be helping him out. I mean, Julio Jones only has three touchdowns on the year. I mean, he's got massive amount of yards. Uh, you know, everyone is paying so much attention to him. The, the running backs in Sanu are the dangerous. I think. And uh, people uh, forget about they're the dangerous Hooper. guys. Yeah, oh, yeah. You Hooper can't count that guy out either. He, He's big guy. He's a big frame, and yeah. he gets in good position. So, mm-hmm. our linebackers, I think, might be the the weak link if anything bad happens. Uh, you know. LRB is our starting linebacker, yeah. middle linebacker <laughs> yeah. right now. Uh, he's sound against the run, but in the passing game, intermediate game, uh, Sanu and um, Austin Hooper are pretty legit. All right, so let's bring this thing home. We got 15 minutes left in the show. Appreciate everybody that came out, though. You yeah, guys, you awesome. guys are awesome. Thank you so much. But we're gonna get to Mike's favorite segment of the show, and that is the Twitter questions. So fire away, Mr. Michael. Fred Mr. Barnett, Barnett Fred have Barnett. a great night. Give him a round of applause. Thank you so much for being here tonight. All right, I'm gonna. Let you want to be on the mic for a sec, Joe? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I'm gonna let him close the door before I totally geek out. I'm gonna let him close the door before I totally geek out. <laughs> Dude, that was an Eagles legend right there. That was, was. Freddie Barnett. Awesome. Spent a quality portion of time here on the Fourth and John podcast. <laughs> now you're, not, you're being like, weird right like, now. You're no, being no, no, I'm not being weird. Dude, he left, so he's not going to hear me unless he goes and re-listens to the end of this podcast. And let's face it, nobody's listening. Oh, at this I'm, point. I'm, I was sitting here like, uh, I'm not going to make too much eye contact. I'm, yeah. I'm being weird right now. I'm looking at him like, yeah. <laughs> I keep calling him Mr. Barnett, Mr. Barnett, Mr. Barnett. I used to, I used to reenact that play uh, with Barnett in uh, Cunningham. Did you? In my backyard. As a kid? As a kid. I had his jersey as a kid. Yeah, it's weird, dude. That is cool. Fourth fourth and John first. The first uh, time we're here. First playoff game episode. First ex-Eagle guest. Awesome. And the first time we've had this big of a crowd, so we we appreciate it. Uh, Before we get to the Twitter questions, Mike, you want to pull another number? You want to pull another number? Yeah, let's do it. Get a little number, a little bit, a little bit. Everybody got the tickets? A little bit? $25 gift card to Bucks County Baseball Company. Fucking right. trucks has a ticket. The number is... How did you get a ticket? <laughs> I don't want to. Oh, my God. 880673. Are you kidding? That was his ticket? That was his ticket. Oh, man. All right. So we're going right. to gonna have to pull one. another one. We're going to have to pull another one. We're going to pull another one. All right. Let's see what we got. 881... Four, four, five. Yeah. <laughs> Is that you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everybody give it up for, for Justin, Justin, the producer. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, thank you, Justin. Fixed. Get him out of here. Put him in a bathroom. <laughs> Boo this man. Boo this man. All right. So let's get to the Twitter questions before we get on out of here. All right. For our first question from at Trust Thy Process. He trust. says, yeah. <laughs> trust Thy Process. He says, how big? Well, 
JHIB for us in the playoffs. Stat prediction for him on Saturday. I'm saying he's going to reach that 20 carry mark. I'm going to say 20 carries, 115 yards. Hmm. 20 carries, 115 yards. I'm going to go 23, car 23 carries, uh, 97 yards. He's going to ground okay. a pound. You, you guys have been hearing me preach over and over again about the the stat with the number of carries that the Eagles or the number of running plays the Eagles have and their record, their winning percentage goes up exponentially when it's over 25. So let's say for shits and giggles, it's, uh, you know, 30 carries, right? So you got to break that up between three running backs. So let's go, uh, let's go 15 for Ajayi. Let's go 10 for Blunt. And five for Clement, but he's going to be more effective in the passing game than he is in the running game. How's that sound? Pretty that good? Works. That, works? that works? All right. That's easy math. I can, I can do math in my head a little bit. All right. Next question is from N. Carter. 1320 says, is it me or does Crusher Pearson look, <laughs> <laughs> I had to say Crusher Pearson, that much more focused on this game because his pressure was pretty intense. I'm not sure you guys saw his press conference, but he was like a guy of, not many words. He I, had like five I, I, word I heard. I heard he was in no mood. I didn't see yeah. it, but I heard he was very stern, not in any mood, and seemed very focused, as this team should be. I, I mean, mean, this is do or die for them. I mean, that's how, that's how I want to see Doug. I mean, this is playoffs time. You know, like I don't want any distractions. I don't want any quotes to slip out. I, I just want you to win the game. No, 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 dick jokes, Doug. Not this time. You know, be 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 serious. And if you think about it. You know, as much as the some of the fan base wants to give up on the team and say we're not going to make it, these guys have been grinding since mini camps. They've sweat, blood, sweat, and OTAs, tears. They poured man. into training camp and the preseason and the injuries and the bangs and the bruises and the ups and the downs. They've celebrated highs together. They've, they've, they've been disappointed like after Seattle, like after Kansas City. These guys have gone to war with each other. You mean to tell me that these guys are ready to give up right here, right now, because Nick Foles is the quarterback? Absolutely not. I went on a tirade. I forgot what the question was. What the hell were we talking about? <laughs> I literally did. I forget what what was the question? Is Peterson it? press conference. <laughs> yeah, good, good job on the press conference, Doug. Yeah, great job. All right, that was easy enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question is from at Jeffrey Cross thirty three. Says, who are the three players who have to step it up on Saturday besides Foles? Ooh, besides Foles. Damn. Uh, besides Foles, I think uh, Fletcher Cox. I mean, and Tim Jernigan. I think that. Interior pressure is everything. Uh, you know, you can get you can get to Matt Ryan. He's not he's not a uh, mobile quarterback. If you can blow up that interior, it's a wrap. Uh, and I think everyone's been talking about JJ. I mean, it's this this is the Ajayi game. If any game, this is it. I think uh, we've all been waiting for this. Yeah, right. for me, it would be Jalen Mills. He's been getting burnt the past couple games. I'm gonna say I would say JJ, like you said, would step up. And probably the third guy. Hmm. Yeah, Jake Ooh. Elliott. No, yeah, that's that's, that's a good a, one. That's, that's a good very one. good one. We might need him. All right, I'll I'll echo your first one with uh, Jalen Mills. He needs to play lights out because you know that offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons is going to be shading. Uh, Julio Jones to his side, so he can't get burnt on the double moves. He can't uh, he can't put himself in position where he's chasing Julio Jones because, quite frankly, he's never going to catch up. Uh, 
you want to bracket coverage there. So Jalen Mills is the one. The number two is really any of the wide receivers, any one of these wide receivers, because we sit here and we keep talking about what the game plan would be like, how many carries these running backs are going to get. Pound the rock, pound the rock, pound the rock. That's how you're going to win this game. Imagine if one of the wide receivers busts one or two or a couple open for long, and all of a sudden the Eagles are up by 14 points. Torrey Smith. Now you're in a position where you can afford to run the rock all you want <laughs> and not have to worry about, you know, is this getting first downs? Is this get, Am I getting into the end zone this way? Because at that point, you're just chewing up the clock and punishing that defense. Matt Ryan and Julio Jones and all that can't hurt you if they are sitting their asses on the sidelines. So if you can get an early lead by breaking a couple wide open, boom, run the rock, run the rock, run the rock. And probably lastly is going to have to be Big V. You got to give Nick Foles some time. He, he he gets scattered feet so bad. I've never seen a quarterback run backwards so much in my life. Uh, if Nick Foles is not feeling comfortable in the pocket, it will affect his play in a most dramatic fashion. So Lane Johnson is going to do his job. If B, Big V can hold off that other defensive end, I think that's going to make Nick Foles comfortable. High completion percentage passes, so on and so forth. You get where I'm going with it. Yeah, I was going to say the third person I was drawing for any fart earlier would be Torrey Smith. He's been dropping a lot of balls, hasn't been getting open as any, much. Any any one of the wide receivers to just have that breakout yeah. b- buck 25, buck 50 game. I mean, we really haven't seen that. We've got a bunch of guys who are under 1,000 yards who are scoring eight touchdowns apiece. That's an unbelievable feat, but not one of those guys have had that like one like, holy crap, did you see Alshon Jeffrey yeah. play on Saturday? I That's to- what we I think, I think Torrey Smith, especially if, if they're going to pay attention, stack the box, I think Torrey Smith has got to get out of his own head. He's a, he's a veteran guy who can stretch the field. If he, if, if Of all games to do it, it would be in the playoffs, and it would be amazing if you know he, it was him that did it. Um, and if you can get those safeties out of the box, it's a, it's a game changer. You got two more for me, Mike? Yeah, let's do it. Got another question from at Dan Rajak. He says, who is the X factor on offense and defense on Saturday? Who's your X factor on both sides of the ball? Uh, Jalen Mills. I think I think we kind of already answered that one. And Nelson Aguilar. I think Nelson Aguilar is the guy that's going to get the least. Uh, you know, they're going to they're going to try to sneak the safety down. They're going to try to do some run blitzes. Uh, all the meanwhile, you know, really press coverage against Torrey and Alshon on the outside. Zach Ertz, you know, when you bring a safety down on the box, that also gives the opportunity if it's a passing play to bracket coverage on the tight end. That leaves Nelly, man, and Nelly, Nelly, you've seen he can burn. You leave Nelly one on one with some slot corner, I'll, I'll give it to Nelly every single time. Adios, end zone, put him up 14 points, and then just run the rock, run the rock, run yeah, the rock. I think the rock. Fletcher Cox. I mean, their left guard, Atlanta's left guard, is their like backup left guard. This is like 100 million dollars. This is what we pay you for. This is where he shows up in wreck shop. So. All right, got another question from at J Noodles George. <laughs> That's Wait, one what? Help. Yeah, Jay Noodles George. Jay Noodles George. Okay. He says, you leave a bar and turn down a dark alley. Which which current healthy Eagle player are you walking with? Okay, so it's so oh, okay. Alright, so the question yeah. is like who would you So who, who would be your bodyguard? Okay. Who All would right. be your bodyguard? Mine? Fletcher Cox. Fletcher See, Cox. See, he he kinda seems like a big teddy bear though. You know what I mean? Yeah, he I seems, know, he seems I like think he, he seems would. too nice to like rip somebody's throat out. <laughs> might steal your girlfriend too he might steal your girl he is mr yeah. steal your girl he might steal your girl too yeah he might let um, you get shanked and then take your girl home nice and healthy and ruin your marriage um, I th- um 
you did say bodyguard. I was thinking JP. And even if he's unhealthy, that, that dude's a beast. But I'm, I'm going to have to go with Jernigan. He, yeah. Jernigan seems like he's about that life. <laughs> <laughs> if he shows the gold teeth yeah. and you get a nice glare in the back alley, that, that could scare someone off. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, I was going to say Jernigan as well. <laughs> All I would see is one yeah. gold grill, and then I'd walk yeah, the, other, the other direction. He looked like he would tear somebody apart. So I'd, I'd go Timmy Jernigan as the, as the bodyguard. But I think we all agree the caveat in there was, was the healthy part. I think it would be uh, Jason Peters. I think everybody would agree yeah. you want that big, mauling, dancing bear to just absolutely crush anybody in your way. All right, one last question is from at Tony Bruno Show. Oh! Tony Bruno. Tony! This is a random question, though. He says, do you like do you like movie... I think he's really drunk with this tweet. He's, this, is, <laughs> this is quote-unquote, do you like movies... I think he's trying to say, do you like movies about gladiators? That was his question. Do I like movies about gladiators? Gladiator was a good movie. I thought Gladiator was overrated a little bit. Are you not entertained? No, nah, you, you know you know what it is? You, you know what it is? It's one of those situations where you don't watch a movie right away and you just hear about how great it is. Oh my God, did you see Gladiator? No, I haven't seen it yet. And I saw it like when it came out on DVD or back, I, what, they had DVDs back then, right? So uh, when Gladiator came out, there was so much hype about everybody talking to it that I expected some sort of, I don't know what I was expecting, something that would absolutely blow my mind and just, I, I would, my jaw would drop by the end of the movie, and I'd sit there and watch the credits just in, in awe. And it, it was good. So it's a no? No, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a hairy man in, like, leather skin. Like, hey, hey, Tone, if that's your thing, you know, listen. Hey, I, you don't want to see Mel Gibson in a, in a dress? No, I wasn't. Nah. I wasn't, I wasn't Braveheart was a Braveheart. good movie. But that's, that's not Gladiator, bro. I mean, it's you're mixing Gladiator. Up your, you're mixing up your Scots with your, with your Romans there. Gladiator With your, your Italians. Totally different hairy body. Okay. Yeah. Not that I would know that kind of thing. It's getting weird in here. All right, it's getting weird in here. All right, that's the end of the Twitter questions. Um, I forgot to mention while the national, where you were answering the question on the the national championship game, I have to do a little bit of a violation, a man violation. I was not watching it. I was watching. Yeah, I was watching football fanatic. Put in bathroom. And uh, next yeah. week on Monday, uh, if for those who don't know, the Fourth and John squad, as well as a lot of the people who tail we tailgate with, were uh, were were on that show. Uh, representing the Eagles fan base. On and USA Network. On USA Network. It'll air after uh, Monday Night Raw on the USA Network, roughly around 11 o'clock. I think the New York Giants go first, and then our episode with the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, this is a Scottish guy who loved American football who's trying to find his team. Uh, we've watched the first four episodes. And first they one, haven't come close. They haven't come close. Uh, we, we can already tell from the from the energy that we brought. The first one was Atlanta. Uh, they brought nothing whatsoever. No. The second one was Dallas. Uh, you've never seen somebody more disenfranchised looking around at Dallas and the corporate machine. I mean, they had some, like, I, I don't know who it was, either Jerry Jones's wife or his daughter. This soulless, like, black-eyed <laughs> demon was touring her around the facility. It was awful to watch. The one after that was Green Bay. Green Bay. Mm -hmm. Green Bay was strong in the beginning. A lot of history there, a lot of tradition. When you go into the stadium, you know. Uh, oh, the name Cheese Factory or something like that? Yeah, yeah, the second half was weak, man. Yeah. The second half was like, those people in Green Bay, they're nice, they're boring. They're boring. They, they, you know, Jeff, Jeff was there. He, know, he knows exactly what we're talking about. And the fourth one was Seattle. 
Seattle was pretty strong. Seattle was, uh, he seemed to like Seattle, but I think uh, once he comes to Philadelphia, and please tune in, watch it, tweet him at Darren McMullen, annoy this man. Annoy this man in the making the decision and choosing the Philadelphia Eagles as his fan base. So we out of time, we good. We are at exactly at 9.30. See how I do that? I just stick it right at the ending, all right? So, uh, yep, let's let's hit the, hit the music. And usually we're in the studio alone, doing this alone. But I am happy to have everybody here to give so that final yeah, round of applause for yourself. Yes, Thanks for stopping by. Big shout out to Fred Barnett coming out and hanging out with us. Please join us at the 4th and John Tailgate and parking lot F1 this Saturday, nice and early. I know you'll be there. And check out Football Fanatic on Monday, 11 o'clock at USA Network. We're all going to do this together since we're here. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! Eagles football? We're talking Eagles football. You're listening to Fourth and John. Wait, what the f is a John anyway? Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.